to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. You know, this is war, right? Nigma, Penguin, anyone who stands with them, they're all dead. This woman is Abella. Nigma said she was a librarian, right? Well, who kills a librarian? I mean, what's the motive? I don't know. Maybe someone had an overdue book and things got out of hand. You cut someone's brake lines. You know where they're going and when. You know them. <laughs> I know who did it. The same person who's in love with Nigma and doesn't want to share him. <laughs> okay, one woman in love with that psychotic beanpole defies explanation, but two... Who said anything about a woman? <laughs> I am tired of sitting at the kids' table. If I'm right, we can have way more than vengeance. We can have it all. We don't need to go to war. All we need to do is start one. <laughs> My friend just got blown up and I want to know what happened. Can you explain that to me? She'll be back when she's hungry. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And we are back for our penultimate 2016 Ooh. episode of Gotham to, you know, discuss it, uh, see what we have to say about it, uh, you know, lone wolf pack it up, as it were. Uh, oh. But, you know, we're joining you here, as we always do, Tuesdays, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Along with our chatters, we highly encourage you to come over and join us in chat. Yes, please. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. We talk to you before the show. Uh, we don't talk too much after the show because we have Universe Box right, right we after. We have another show. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we love engaging with you Gothamites in the chat room. And I will mention that next week is going to be... We may, I, I don't know if we're going to get any sort of weird special episodes in, but it's going to be our last episode review podcast of 2016. So we highly encourage you all to come into the chat room and join us for to celebrate all that is Gotham and all that it was in 2016. Speaking of the end of 2016, Emery, you had something you wanted to mention real quick here right off the top, right? Yes. If you have not signed up for our gift exchange, you have one week. Mm -hmm. One week and then I'm pulling the names and you're losing out and you don't get fun presents. Yeah, if you don't know what the gift exchange is, it, well, you know what a gift exchange is. <laughs> I think is. most people who mm -hmm. are capable of downloading and listening to a podcast know what a gift exchange is. Bill. Most likely. Most, most likely. likely. So we do a gift exchange with all of the listeners of all of our podcasts. From yes. Universe Box, Legends of Gotham, Greetings from Storybrooke, We're So Lost. Everybody, get on in the fun. Mm -hmm. um, so just sign up on Elfster. There will be a link in the show notes. We've or you shared can just it all go to Elfster and search, and search for, for Universe Box. Box. Yeah, that works too. But next, the thirtieth is the cutoff. I moved it today so we can yell at you next week too. <laughs> You're welcome. But uh, yeah, and the one thing we do is uh, what we do on our Universe Box podcast. We do a special episode where people send in videos or pictures or voicemails or letters about what they got mm -hmm. in the gift exchange. And we just do a great big we, – we have a couple drinks, you know. It's, we it's, like to have the drinks. It's always a good way to kind of ramp up the year. It's usually our last podcast of the year. So we really hope you can be involved. Uh, so so uh, I, I guess that about does it for uh, that. Like I, we said, you know, link in the show notes at legendsofgotham.com or just go to elster.com and search for Universe Box. You got one week. So get in there. Okay, so Anne-Marie, I guess it's about time to get into our Gotham, Gotham uh, talk. Gotham, so why Gotham. don't you start us off with our riddling, rhyming episode summary? 
What can save Butch and his tabby? A hand from the gal and a Babs who is stabby. Does the Whisper Gang hold the truth of the key? With the court on the offing, Bruce Shore agrees. Is Mario troubled? His daddy don't care. Will a final goodbye cause a brand new affair? Will the coming war wreck Penguin's aplomb? The clock is still ticking in this week's time bomb. Girls of time bomb! He's been wanting to do that for about six hours. It's a rancid song. Emery, what'd you think? It was a good episode. You liked it? I... I like that we have more Falcone. Falcone mm-hmm. is one of my faves. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think you're alone. I, we've had, uh, we have a lot of feedback tonight for we one. Have a lot of feedback. And we have a, a pretty full chat room too. People are already throwing out theories and questions. Like the Powell family asked the question is, when uh, and did he do that to himself or the Court of Owls for, uh, concerning Mario? Yeesh. Uh, just so much to talk about. And uh, I think there is so much to talk about that I'm going to start off with sort of uh taking taking this oncoming war and putting it into pieces sort of a war in pieces <laughs> as war it were in pieces okay uh but, but uh you know th- there's just a uh so much going on and this episode showcased all these pieces of the coming war that gets mentioned a couple different times and mm-hmm. Gotham's going to be set aflame and all this stuff and uh you know the the tickers reach coming down to zero and no glass of water is going to stop it uh like it did back in the season 2 finale <laughs> if you remember uh so i thought it would be a good idea to sum up where we are just very briefly Okay, uh, so first of all, the Court of Owls is making big moves, and they aren't afraid to shake uh, powerful people uh, as they do it. Uh, for some reason, they've kept a safe hand, uh, safe on hand uh, that could prove to be their undoing. And Mario Falcone is somehow a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And, and then speaking of Mario, he's set to become another executioner, uh, thanks to the blood of Alice Tetch. And his madness is going to point him right at Jim Gordon, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Nigman knows Butch didn't kill Isabel. Ah! And when he <laughs> reopens the investigation, it's going to send him right to Oswald if Babs doesn't spoil the whole thing. First. I think she's just going to plot it for him. Like yeah. I think she's—I don't think she's going to tell him. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to leave little bits and pieces for him to figure it out himself because it's way more fun that way. <laughs> and I don't think she wants tied in on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, schemes and schemes and schemes. And uh, last but not least, uh, Bruce is teaming up with Selena to break his promise and finally take on the Court of Owls. But Selena might not be the best partner since she's not into labels and Bruce very much is. Uh, So it's all coalescing to something big next week. But I have a feeling something will show up towards the end to flip over the chessboard that's been set up for us. But more on that later. I have much more on that later. Uh, but I, did, did I miss anything? Um, well, all I could think is every time you kept saying that a war is coming, all I could think is like season one in the um the pilot and little little Oslo rivers of blood in the streets. Yeah. I know it, and that's all I can see in mm-hmm. that little strange voice. Apparently, is what I need to do. And that definitely paid off in season one. But I have a feeling this is going to be like the next. Level. Oh, I know. I'm just saying when you were saying that, that's all I could hear. Was- Instead of twelve guys in robes walking down the streets of Gotham. It's going to be 14. It's going to be nuts. Be <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Colonel uh, Gum in the chat room says, is it too soon for Jim to become the commish? I think so. I think probably right now, but by the end of the season, I can definitely see it happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's just the captain uh, that uh, Harvey. Yeah, Harvey's is the go- captain, not the commish. Yeah, I, we, do we know who the commish is now? Because it was it I was Loeb. Last last known Loeb. 
Last known as Loeb. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I guess we're going to see. But I, I definitely feel like Jim's going to get a major upgrade to his uh, responsibility paycheck uh, his apartment. Responsibility paycheck. All that stuff. I hope he gets an upgrade to that apartment. Yeah, as we move on in the season. Okay, but, uh, you know, we, we touched a bit on it, and they're going gaga for it over in the chat room. Uh, but why don't you uh, go ahead and talk a little bit about, about Mario? Mario is 100% absolutely infected with this Alice Touch disease. I did not spell that right. Oh, yeah, and uh, you kind of called it, too, because you noticed the the Band-Aid on the back of his neck a few episodes back. A few episodes back. ago, I noticed it. I was like, that's weird, because... And I was like, maybe he had a zit, and they put it on and, there to and, cover and it up. And I was up. like, it's Gotham. He yeah. would just have the zit, and they'd like fuzz over it with um, Photoshop or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, um, he's absolutely is. And on my watch, my second watch through, I really notice it. Like, yes, you get the little bits towards the end where he starts like bullying or not bullying, but like beating up on people, a la um, Barnes. Mm-hmm. But in the very beginning, okay, so Falco and I think Falcone knows that he's infected. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jimbo in the chat room says, I think Mario infected himself now since Lee says, said there's a possible cure. I, 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 don't I don't think know, so. Because he's been acting kind of shady for a few episodes now. No, I think this is this is different. Yeah. So, okay, I think Falco knows that he's infected because while they are having dinner, Mario and Lee with Mar- – or while he's having dinner with Mario and Lee, there's an exchange glance between the Falcones when they are talking about the virus and how there is now a test to detect it and they are working on a cure, which I think is very fast since mm. she said it would take years. <laughs> um but there was definitely. But they still have flip phones. But they still have flip phones, so who knows? Um, so, and then Mario is very supportive of Captain Barnes and his behavior, saying that the symptoms were nothing he couldn't hide, which is around the point where Falcone sort of gives him this shut up type of look, like, don't lean into it that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think the virus is part, if not entirely, the reason the court is after him. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Apparently, I just like did bullet point, bullet point. Bullet point. <laughs> uh, the fight in the jewelry store and at the end are both very clearly effects of the virus because he wouldn't – he doesn't seem like the type of person who would go take them somebody on except with that push also, let alone the stabbing in the eye with the brooch and then the chokage. Mm. So, yes, very much virus. Uh, when Catherine says that he is safe from them, at least, it makes me think that there are others that know Mario is infected. I'm still curious as to who and how he was infected. Or maybe she just means that he's safe from them, but the virus is not so nice. Mm-hmm. So, yes. he's. Inf- <laughs> I mean, we, we all saw the facey thing. She loves him. She loves me. She loves him. She loves me. Get over it, man. <laughs> um, so, I just... I don't know the how and the why. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious because, well, he wouldn't have a bit. Like, I feel like he knew. Yeah. He knew it was happening. So is he working with the court? Well, the only the only time I can think of that we had sort of like a dark period with him was after he got taken out of the room when they were dealing with uh, the Valerie versus like that Matt Hatter was uh, trying to make Jim oh. decide. That was a kind of a dark moment. And that you know, time's outright. And his, his uh, lackeys, the Hatter's lackeys had access to Alice his blood because they took those vials from the building so i'm Did thinking they take the vials so i'm thinking that might be when it happened okay see that absolutely makes more sense than anything else though because then that times out really good mm-hmm. against when barnes got infected and when he went full-on crazy so yeah. now when mario's starting to go full-on crazy mm-hmm. like lone dude, wolf pack in the chat room says maybe he's working with somebody that had access to the virus that's a possibility um lee had access to the virus well he's definitely working with her <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I'm just saying he he could have he could have taken it mm-hmm. because he is also a doctor. Yeah. So he may have I don't know been trying to think or he could figure out how to beat it or something like be mm-hmm. the hero be to show up Jim Gordon in her eyes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, there but is it, a lot going on in this chat room tonight. You know what? I, I want to talk <laughs> a little bit about Doctor Mario's mistake too uh, oh, when Dr. dealing Mario. with the virus. <laughs> Yeah, he's just spinning the the blood around. But uh, well, Barnes' uh, sense of justice became per- perverted thanks to the virus. Uh, for Mario, it's his jealousy that's a weakness, and Jim even called him out on it. I think last week, saying, "You know, that's a weakness in you." And, uh, you know, his jealousy and uh, secretive plots are starting to drive Lee away, I think. Mm -hmm. While Jim, you know, wasn't an angel when they were together, he was usually honest with her about his bad deeds. So Lee values honesty more than maybe morality in a lot of ways, or at least honesty with her, with your partner. And uh, as Lee pulls towards Jim and makes out with him a little bit, it's only going to exacerbate the situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mario will be gunning for Jim, and I have a feeling once everything shakes out that it might push Lee out of Gotham for good. Uh, the goodbye kiss made me think she still wants Jim, but the second she showed up uh, back in Gotham, her ordinary boyfriend, who sh- she was building a very happy life with, mm-hmm. became just another kook in the madhouse. Uh, so I have a feeling she'd rather have a life away from Gotham than with Jim. And maybe that goodbye kiss will really end up being a goodbye kiss. Uh, I think so, because her pilot on NBC. <laughs> But uh, the bigger question is, why are the owls targeting Mario? Is it to foster his distrust for Jim so that he can take him out? Mm -hmm. Because the owls have been threatened by Jim as a thread that goes all the way back to season one in that Indian Hill stuff, too, uh, which I really like that mention that Falcone was like, I got got Indian Hill for you. What do you want? Uh, But is is this uh, the court's way of eliminating Jim without getting their hands dirty? Uh, You You mean Mario? No, getting rid of Jim, having sending sending Mario after Jim Thank to you. take him out because okay. they've been threatened by him. For I wasn't. So long. I, I the yeah. synapses weren't. But uh, uh, dosing uh, Mario with Alice's blood seems completely within their playbook for yep. sure. Uh, anything fun over in the chat room, Amber? Probably. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Pal family doesn't think that Falcone knows because he asked Catherine what she was keeping from him. Mm-hmm. But I think he could have been playing both sides of that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, just seeing if she'd admit to it. Go ahead. Bobby says uh, he's a doctor. What's to say he didn't come in contact with someone's infected blood? See, that's also what I was thinking. But that, that Band-Aid mm-hmm. just makes it too easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and uh, Wynn says, uh, Jim, honest. I don't remember that being the case. He, he, he was... A little hesitant to be completely upfront with her, but after there were there was they got to a point. Yeah, there was a, a moment where it kind of turned around. He was he was a lot less honest with Stabby Babs uh, for well, sure. Yeah, uh, and uh, then one hand Jack says Jim and Mario are going to come to blows soon. That's that's a guarantee. That's oh, yeah. an absolute guarantee. But uh, you know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode, and a lot of it centers around the Court of Owls. So you want to talk yes. a little bit about that, right? And the, the branded teeth? The brand... Oh. <laughs> okay, so the owl engravings on the key and the tooth. So the key makes sense. Rest in peace, Whisper Gang. Thank, mm-hmm. Thanks for stopping by. Which, what? by the way, called it last week. You totally called it. He's like waiting, waiting. As soon as he said Whisper Gang, he's like, yeah! 
I'm like, okay. And something I called a few weeks back, we're going to have some stories about it in the news, which I thought was kind of cool, too. That was good, too. Um, the talent had obviously been following the entire situation since he already knew that they had the other key. I think he was just trying to get them to admit it. Uh, that would seem to be his way of going. Curious how they are going to move forward now that the Whisper Gang members are no longer there. Mm-hmm. Like, they have this map with all these red circles, but how do they know which <laughs> one? Like, you just met the random dude who tried to kill you, and then you teamed up with him, and now he's dead. Mm-hmm. Also, where were they? Like, were they supposed to be meeting him there? We actually don't know what happened at the end there. It feels yeah. a li- it feels a little like Bruce and the mm-hmm. gang could be walking into the Talon taking out the other guys. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, what? Yeah, Bobby says the owls said they are cleaning up the city. I think the assassins are after anyone with the Tetch virus. So maybe they're threatened by the, the, the Tetch virus. virus. Yeah. Uh- Oh, that makes sense a little bit. The one thing that kind of bothered me about the whole safe concept, though, uh-huh. was if, if there's a safe with two keys that has evidence that can take you out as an organization, mm-hmm. why not change the lock? Why not move the safe? <laughs> like, Good point. Yeah. Sorry, I screwed. Um, I, They thought the other key was lost. Mm-hmm. So whoever had it at one point, whatever, put it in the, the necklace. I think the only reason the Court of Owls caught on to their the, – the key was found yeah. was they knew the Whisper Gang or the people who would be after it. And then mm-hmm. when they noticed them running around because yeah. somehow everybody sees everything, <laughs> um, they <laughs> um, put two and two together because they knew that was the only way to take them out. It might just be something they can't get rid of. Mm-hmm. You know, some random document. It could just be a historical to the Court of Owls, their founding yeah. or whatever. It could be the reason they can't get rid of it, but it also can be their undoing. What is the owl's natural predator? That seems like a, a I really I don't know, actually. Owls. I want to say a bat just because it would be natural fun, predator. but I don't think so. Okay, well, while you look up that... Okay, the tooth? Really? <laughs> We're branding the tooth? That was kind of absolutely disgusting. Um, but mm-hmm. the fact that Falcone knew about the tooth, knew exactly which tooth it was, because I don't think he was digging around and they're going, hold on, let me look for the one with the art, mm-hmm. and took it back to Catherine. Like, it was creepy, but how involved in the court is this man? Like, what are, what is, I mean, we know it's them and then Falcone working for them, which is really, really weird in itself, but were there layers in between? Are there more mm-hmm. people we don't know? curious yeah yeah i i I will i looked up the owl's natural predator it says eagles and wild cats also uh hawks foxes snakes and even larger owls i know bruce will become fox man i've got it uh, okay, <laughs> lots of activity over in the chat room I here. I can't even follow. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Colonel Gum says, uh, "What is the weapon?" I th- we're thinking information. Yeah, uh, I think it's information. One hand, Jack says, "Right." Uh, Don Falcone did tell Jim that he knew his father and worked with him. So, I mean, they were all kind of. Oh, and that wor- works with his in the family mix. and the the owls. Yeah, and we we have more on that later, yes, obviously. Coming uh, soon. And a little bit of a speculation on Jerome from Talon, uh, which we could. Yeah, th- that, that's probably going to be happening i might have a point on that coming up in a couple coming minutes soon, coming soon. okay and uh bobby also says and I, i'm not sure what the context is but he says absolutely disgusting the tooth, uh, the tooth. Uh, absolutely disgusting is par for the course on gotham yeah, I think for, it's for sure the tooth. Mm-hmm. for sure okay we're going to take a quick break here and talk to you about our patreon uh, now if you don't know what patreon is it's a way you can kind of you know support creators of things you like like say I don't know, Legends of Gotham. Uh, you, you know, if you like us, you can support us a little bit, help uh, 
pay us back for our time, for our hosting fees, uh, with the ultra high fast internet we have to stream this out live to you, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, just give us kind of a pat on the back, buy us a beer. Buy us a beer. Really, uh, guys, just you know, buy me a beer. It's patreon.com slash universe box, and it's a monthly donation. You can donate as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to five or 10 or $15 a month, uh, which, by the way, you can also do a one time dona- donation by going to legendsofgotham.com and clicking the PayPal button in the left hand column. But the $5 donation, uh, which you can do either way, is probably the best bang for your buck because you become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. Oh, my Uh, goodness. Not only do you get your name read out on every episode of every podcast we do for the entire month, you give the $5, but you also get your own exclusive branded molar Uh with the Universe Box logo or Pengy Pants. Just (gasps) – Right across the tooth there. Just get it written, Pengy uh, The pants. people with the Pengy Pants tooth this month are Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Mac 79 Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinex, Karen Horlatcher, and Jessica Gonzalez. You guys are the dreamers of dreams, and you each have your own branded tooth to take home with you. You get a tooth, and you get a tooth, and you get a tooth. If you want your own tooth, go to patreon.com slash universebox. And then remember to, to think, think outside. outside. That was a pretty good read. I that thought. was a good one. Good In, job. Let's see. Anything else going on over here? Um, in the chat they're room? talking about the natural predators of the owls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, a link to a Wikipedia there, which supporting character. I'll save that link for later. Yes. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, we should get back into yeah. to the main discussion. I think. Uh, okay, next up, uh, we we have to talk <laughs> about this guy because he was such a a, a, about the- a figurehead in this episode. Uh-huh. He. He, uh-huh. he was there front and center, uh, driving really most of the C plot, B plot. I, it depends I don't even on know. How, I don't, how you I, balance it. Exactly. It's like who's ranking the plots. Mm-hmm. But but uh, I, I, I want to talk about Handy Ed, uh, good old Handy Ed, I, you mm-hmm. know, with his homemade guillotine and the, the it, trigger. That looks store bought. I, I, I just love that every time Ed gets into this sort of torturous situation, uh, I, he, he does kind of this game show motif where he's the host hey come on down uh, i'm going to electrocute you now yeah you'll die or you'll lose a limb uh, this time on ed's game show uh but uh he fails in part i think because he changes the rules uh, at the last minute this happened with uh lucius and bruce uh back in uh arkham I- at the end of last season too where it was sort of this game show thing and he uh, he kind of just changed the rules on them right there at the end. Mm-hmm. And it kind of uh, led to him not being so successful in killing them. Uh, but he, he fails because he changes the rules. And offer, in this case, he offers Tabby and Butch the chance to live if she sacrifices her hand for him. Uh, and as always, I, I think Ed's hubris is what brings about his downfall. Mm-hmm. He's so convinced that he has the whole situation figured out, mm-hmm. and, and then it all comes crumbling down because he did, doesn't stick to the plan. And even because even if he didn't have the situation figured out, if he had just stuck to the plan, things would have worked out how he wanted to. Although at the end, uh, I mean, with the revelation that Butch didn't actually kill Isabella, ah, uh, you know, it, it it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Right. But you know, I I I think that's kind of the the centerpiece of the Enigma character is mm-hmm. that his hubris is is what brings about his downfall. Okay. Now, when Ed uh, finally realizes that Oswald is the one who killed Isabel, ah, 
Perhaps it will teach him some humility, allowing him to become the most effective Riddler he can be. Maybe uh, he'll stop thinking he knows everything and just stick to the plan and he'll be super effective. And to me, that's a very scary slash enticing thought. Okay. What what did you think about that whole uh, situation there? Well, I actually think – thank you for the segue – that it's Mm -hmm. – his focus is actually going to be his downfall a Mm -hmm. little bit. Um, so Butch just tried telling him and telling him and telling him and telling him. He's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't believe because he was so set mm-hmm. in his ways. Again, with the whole th- – and this time it was too much sticking to the plan. You think? In a, in a sense. That's interesting. Like, I think in his head he had – no, well, he had in his head it was Butch that did this. Yeah. He wasn't listening to anything else. Mm. Um, and he had time to stop it. He had time to stop it, but he was still so not believing mm-hmm. Butch or uh, couldn't fathom that he was wrong. He couldn't believe that he was wrong. So he couldn't. And then it was done. And then he froze. Yeah. He froze. And he's so, like, oh, you might want to put that on some ice. Uh, nice. Boom. Out the door. Yeah. I, th- I think we're kind of arguing the same point here. Yeah. Just kind of phrasing it a little weird because, yeah, it's his overconfidence that does right. it. Right. It's the overconfidence, but it was – in a sense, he stuck too much to the plan in one way and not enough mm. in the other way. Well, I don't know or if – he it, wasn't able to change it. Him, him fixating on that with Butch I don't think was necessarily him sticking to the plan more so yeah, just – Yeah, let's kill Butch. But but no, just like that that was an obsessive thought that was motivating his actions. And the plan was, you know, to make Tabby chop off her, yeah. her hand and then break Brooch's heart and right. then kill him. Right. And if he had stuck to that plan, he probably would have come out ahead. Right. right. Uh, but uh, let's see. Um, over. What oh, I, st- I still had another okay, little bit. Uh, I'm just curious how the fact that he hurt Tabby and Butch unnecessarily is going to affect him in the future mm-hmm. with like being so confident because he's always been very confident in all of his answers and yeah. riddles and everything that he was so wrong and people mm-hmm. got hurt because of it. Not that the getting hurt is an issue. Yeah, I don't think he's going to care about that too much. I actually do. He seems so surprised that he was wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it actually is going to have an effect on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like he's going to turn to the side of the heroes, but yeah, he's going to rethink some things. Went over in the chat room says, Ed can't read people at all. I uh, no. see how oblivious he is about Pengy's affections. Uh, not surprised he couldn't see Butch wasn't lying mm-hmm. or, or was lying, but wasn't. Wasn't then was then wasn't again because because he admitted to killing her for a second he was like yeah i took the gun and you know yeah well he just was trying to like Mm -hmm. save say whatever he had to say yeah and colonel gum says stabby babs becomes snm babs yeah we we barely even mentioned uh, that whole thing what what was it stocks and bondage stocks and bondage (laughs) baby (laughs) It, it was definitely good stuff i but you know as long as we're talking about really grotesque, weird maulings <laughs> I was like, and everything, uh, it's time to check in again on the Gotham Iron Injury, injury oh. Counter. Uh, now, with a brooch to the eye, the Gotham TV writers have brought the days without an eye injury counter back down to zero. Zero days without an eye injury. At this point, I'm assuming they're just doing it to screw with me. I think they are. Which I, I'm kind of okay with. If they I are. mean, yeah. If, I'm just waiting like next next week somebody's going to get stabbed in the mm-hmm. eye with like a knife that says Bill on it. Yeah. <laughs> There, or or the characters, the, the character who gets his eye stabbed out will be named like Meeks or something yeah, like that. I, yeah. I would not put it past those I wacky. I don't put it past uh, them either. Yeah. And uh, as one j- hand Jack says in the chat room, everyone's crazy in, G- in Gotham, including the writers. Just a question of degree. <laughs> yep. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. 
And uh, I don't know why, but Bobby says Butch said that the past two weeks have been the best of his life. Uh, I really like that that whole scene where he was like, you know, for a guy like me, just having a couple good weeks. That, that's enough. That's enough. You know, yeah. That, that that was really nice. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you wanted to talk a little bit about Babs, I, right? Well, I always want to talk about Stabby Babs. Stabby okay. Babs. So I think people underestimate her. They've always – they always have, but mm-hmm. she can do some stuff. She's smart. She is educated because yeah. she was like an art critic or curator or something – she had a real job before she went crazy. Mm-hmm. Now she just does happen to be cuckoo bananas yeah. and that actually makes her extremely dangerous because yes, she can beat your brains out, but she can also outsmart you. Yeah. Colonel Gum says they kind of made her into an anti-hero. Yeah, definitely. They, did. they definitely, definitely did. Um, I think Pengy Pants, which she called him Pengy. Did she? She called nice. him Pengy. I was like, oh. We're one pair of pants away from us. <laughs> We're one pair of pants away. <laughs> um, I think he's in trouble now that she knows the secrets. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want her to know my secrets. Yeah. Um, and I look forward to seeing how exactly she lets Ed know about Penguin and what he's done and how he feels mm-hmm. and, you know, starting the war. I'm curious because I don't think it's just – she's not going to like slip a note through Olga. Mm-hmm. I was like she she's going to do something else. It's going to be By the crying. way, can we, can we give a clap for Olga? <laughs> Olga, best new side character on Gotham ever. Also, the actress followed us on Twitter. So yeah, thank you. She's liked things. She's retweeted <laughs> things. I love her. She's fantastic. Yeah, so. And Talon says, I don't know why. Quick, somebody hit Bill Meeks with a crowbar. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, How don't do I it. Don't do it. But, you know, Stabby Babs is one, but yes. there are several sort of outstanding agents of chaos uh, that are kind of operating in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I think that one of these agents of chaos is going to come in and upset all of the conflicts that have been laid oh. out, flip over the. <gasps> Flip over the chessboard and kind of leave us for the rest of the year. And uh, so I I figured I'd go ahead and outline some of the people that are still kind of X factors out there in, in, in the wind. Somewhere. Uh, so first of all is Fish and Hugo Strange. Uh, they have been who knows where uh, since the beginning of the season, plotting who knows what. I wouldn't be surprised if they show up with a bevy of monsters when we least expect it. Yep. Next up, Jerome. We heard slash saw him last year in the season finale. And odds are he's going to show up sooner rather than later based on David's uh, David's comment. And we didn't even mention... Yeah, well, that's kind of – it's a little spoilery, so maybe okay. we'll save that for the news. Uh, okay. But, I, you know, so I, I definitely feel like uh, Jerome is one of those uh, agents of chaos and swooping in chaos. swooping in and upsetting the plans on all sides is exactly the type of joke he would tell, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is Johnny Bruce because uh, we haven't seen him since the court took him away. And he's not the type of character you introduce just to forget about. So I expect a big showing from him soon. Maybe if he's not the guy who upsets the chessboard at the end of next episode, Mm -hmm. he's he's a guy who comes in in a big way in the second half of season two, or season three, rather. And last but not least, uh, the Court of Owls. Uh, Now, Bruce Wayne's gunning for them. And they seem like the types that would do just about anything to survive. You know, when you back an owl into a corner, you're going to get your eyes pecked out probably on Gotham anyway. Uh, considering uh, their wide reach over the elite of Gotham, I, who knows how they could strike or who they could be – who could be constrip- yeah. conscripted into their service. They were pretty interested in Mayor Oswald and pretty soon – I think he's going to be looking for a friend because I, I don't know if Ed's going to be a friend for very much longer. So, no. 
So a lot of uh, agents of chaos sort of swirling around in the world of Gotham. Amory, anything from from the chat room? Um, let's see. Colonel Gum wants to know when Babs is going to break out the Harley Quinn pigtails. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's really going to happen. I think they're just using her as that character without being that character. Yeah. I like Cobble Pottery's point that I, I and think Jerome's here. Jerome's here. Oh, now we're in crud. trouble. I, I think that some lingering fanboyishness Ed feels towards Pengi is also blinding him to the fact that the enemy is right in his face. Mm-hmm. And while Ed can be astoundingly blind, full stop. I mean, Oswald was full-blown horrified when Ed told him about all he about how he's in love. How do you miss a look on somebody's face like that? Yeah, that's very true. So very good points for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Okay, so let's see. Uh, you, had, you had something you wanted to talk about, right? I did. Also, uh, Jerome says in the chat room, <laughs> I think you got too many haws in there. Oh, I also, uh, Cobble Pottery has just posted this in the chat room. This is amazing. And I'm going to put this in the <gasps> show what notes. What is that? Too. Yeah, it's a comic uh, with, uh, with Ed uh, choking uh, Oswald with his uh, cane saying, uh, Olga, this is a private meeting and uh, uh, just leave the, the tea on the table. <laughs> so that's nice. an, I, if you drew, drew that Cobble Pottery, that's awesome. That's fantastic. For sure. And we, we'll include that in the show notes as well. But so, sorry goats. to interrupt you. Your point. That's I hadn't even started yet. Perfect. Okay. So we've sort of haven't mentioned this one. Ivy, again, I'm still confused by her because I don't understand how her perfume works. First of all, I looked up the herbs. None of them have any sort of psychotic effect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're all just very basic um, homeopathic herbs and she is wearing it constantly mm-hmm. so how is this having such an effect on other people but nothing on her whatsoever like yeah how does she know that this combination in, like on her skin is going to have the reaction that it's going to have so i think that's weird however i don't think alfred needed much convincing to help her out he seemed yeah, really he, he seemed kind of by interested. her not being a child he, he definitely seemed kind of interested before uh yeah. you know he, he even he even encountered the perfume yeah uh when in the chat room says she's like a fake aromatherapist yes that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, I yes. kind of, I kind of get the impression that she's just sort of, uh, kind of refining uh, her her concoction. And w- while last, but how week, and where? Well, I was going to say last week it was sort of more reality based, and we went through uh, the origins of the chemical yeah. or the plant she was using last week to where maybe it's moving into a more comic book direction, uh, as Peachy Nancy says, uh, Gotham science direction. That's true. Uh, to to where it doesn't need a great explanation. We just need to know that she's capable of making something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Lone Wolf X says maybe she got something from the person who gave Mad Hatter the red the Red Queen for Jim. Yeah, the, it's very possible that the she, apothecary, the apothecary. But yeah. how would she have? I, they've been stuck in the house now for a few days, mm-hmm. so that's a little yeah. Odd. And Pe- Peachy Nancy also says the whole Ivy thing still weirds me out. Uh, like she is still a little girl in a woman's body. Uh, Alfred being interested is just weird. Are they going to address that? No. I, does Alfred even know that she's a no. former kid? He never met Ivy. Yeah. So, so it, and I don't know if uh, Bruce and Selena has tell her oh, has told her. Uh, Jerome says, Anne-Marie, the owl is free. Meeks will be hit with a rod and be dead like Jason Todd. Oh, crud. Dude, we love you, Jerome. Why are you doing this to me, man? Like, I, I, I have nothing but love for you. I like your gimmick. I like your look. We like your shtick. I like your laugh. Uh, How do you want to kill me? 
<laughs> okay, let's see here. Okay, right. so I, I think, I think that about wraps up our discussion. Time. You know, we've had just enough death threats that I think it's about time to wrap up our discussion. Thank you, Jerome, by the way. Okay, so I'm going to make up an arbitrary scale to rate this episode by. Okay, so out of 32 branded teeth, how many branded teeth do you give this episode, Anne-Marie? Out of, I'm sorry, out of 32? 32 branded teeth, the amount of adult teeth uh, human adult that up, type you? people have. Maybe. 28. Maybe I knew. 28 and a beak. 28 and a beak. <laughs> uh, humans don't have beaks, but what? No, but the, the owl brand on the tooth would have a beak. That's fair. That's fair. That's, that's uh, okay. Fine. A root. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, I really liked it. There was just so much going on. You could definitely tell that this was an episode building up to something mm-hmm. and that it's going to be insane next week. Yeah, I, I'm kind of really excited. About Definitely, it. it's going to be chaos, uh, absolute chaos. chaos. Rivers of blood Ch- in the streets. Uh, Wind gives it uh, 27 branded teeth. Uh, Lone Wolf Wolf Pack 04 gives it 31 silver capped owl molars. Nice. Very nice, very nice. And as a quib bear IRC gives it 29 <laughs> branded teeth. Pal Family gives it 30 branded teeth. Uh, Jerome gives it all of my teeth. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then Jimbo gives it 30 teeth and uh, Colonel Gum gives it 29 because of the fact uh, that there's no Ivy explanation. And Jerome says he's going to break my teeth with a crowbar. Uh, Cobble Pottery is scarier and scarier. But in a good way. Uh, Cobble Pottery gives it 29 chompers. Uh, very good. And, One uh, hand Jack gives it 28 yanked owl branded teeth. And, you know, I don't think I can top Jerome's, and I don't think I want to because then he'll crack more of my teeth out. Uh, and Peachy Nancy uh, gives it a 28 uh, brand good. of teeth. Yeah, for sure. Good. Okay, so I guess that about does it for our, our main discussion here. Uh, before I get threatened again... <laughs> Time for the news. News. First up, the ratings. Gotham had a 1.1 down 0.1 from last week. So not too bad. And BD. Not too bad. And next week's episode, what's it called? It's called Green-Eyed Monster. Was it? Or Beware of the Green-Eyed Monster. Beware of the Green-Eyed Monster. By the way, Bobby gives it 30 teeth. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, Let's see here. Now, we're going to go ahead and check out the trailer here. We can't play the audio for you, but we're going to try and, you know, just kind of talk Talk over the video a little bit. We're good at that. So let's see here. Beware the green-eyed monster. There's a bridge (laughs) in in the the city. city. There's a bridge in the city. There's a wedding. Wedding, wedding, wedding. Weddings are not good in Gotham, people. No, no. Weddings do not end well. Lots of people with knives. Uh, Jim beating some people down. There's revenge. Yeah, I think There's that was gunplay. I think that was Babs, Butch, and Lee all together, and they're going to break in and get the safe. Uh, Selena and Bruce are. Oh, I love this where she balances on the thing. Yeah, a very Catwoman thing to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's going to be quite exciting. I can't believe it. And uh, uh, Jerome's still threatening me in the chat room. It's okay. Okay, uh, what's this next story, Emery? Um, so they have cast Jim Gordon's uncle. Interesting. Wasn't I just saying the other week that maybe yep. the weird guy in the chair was Jim Gordon's uncle? Yes, you Didn't were. Didn't I say something about you, that? You yeah. completely called it. Yes. <laughs> the the Bill Meeks uh, senses have called it again. Yes. So basically, we can all just speculate that this is the guy in the chair and mm-hmm. ta-da. <laughs> Yeah, most likely well, really it's going to be James Remner, uh, who I'm not very familiar with, but he'll either. play Frank Gordon, Jim Gordon's uh, Jim Gordon's uncle. Uh, the date of his debut episode, not the amount of episodes in which he'll appear. 
have been announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, although if he's the guy in the chair, he probably already had his debut episode, right? Or maybe they just had generic weird uh, guy they number might have four. Had generic, yeah. And uh, then they they Which cast. Which doesn't seem very likely for them. Yeah. yeah, I guess he's from Dexter and the Shannara Chronicles and the Path on Hulu, which I think of uh, Victoria. Cartagena, uh, who played Renee Montoya. <laughs> she passed the business card. Yeah, yeah it w- was on that. Um, and uh, Jerome in the chat room is saying uh, Gotham in- will burn with Meeks and uh, Marie. Uh, so okay. I'm getting kind of scared now. A little nervous. I'm going to go lock the door. <laughs> okay, we- we're going to get into the listener feedback. I do want to encourage you to stick around 10 p.m. EST about... 50 minutes from now, we're going to be uh, starting up another episode of our pop culture entertainment news show, Universe Box at live.universebox.com. If you're in the chat room now, we highly encourage you to stick around. Lots of geeky fun to be had there. Absolutely. But next week, you know, you don't, you have to beware the green eyed monster, but you don't have to beware us. Nope. Uh, when you get done watching the episode, we highly encourage you to run to your phone, run to your computer, run to your Palm Pilot, because it's in Gotham. Ooh, a Palm Pilot. And let us know what you think about the episode. Then join us next Tuesday, uh, 8.30 p.m. EST, live.universebox.com. The email, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. The Twitter is at legendsofgotham. The voicemail number is uh, 424-274-2352. And the Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash legendsofgotham. Always a lot of good stuff going on over there. We Mm -hmm. hope to uh, hear from you after Beware the Green Eye Monster. But we have a ton of voicemails, so we're going to go ahead and get started. We have voicemails, we have letters, all sorts of stuff. So we're going to start off as usual with Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey guys, it's Bobby. Hey, all right. So I certainly enjoyed this week's episode uh, more than last week's, and 100 percent of that has to do with uh, the Mad Hatter not being there, Uh, at least for the most part, because it does seem that the Tetch virus is uh, going to stick around for now. Not sure how I feel about that because, you know, last season we had Hugo Strange creating monsters. This season we have the Tetch virus creating monsters. And so it all seems a bit too familiar, but hopefully they'll add a bit of, sp- a bit of uh, spice going forward. Um, as far as the Lee, Mario, Jim storyline, uh, I, I kind of saw it coming that Mario was going to be infected with the, t- with the Tetch virus. I felt like they telegraphed that in the first few minutes of the episode. Uh, but we also knew that more than likely, uh, Lee wouldn't be staying with Mario. I just thought it would have something more to do with the actual Falcone name and Falcone family than it did, you know, with him, like, actually turning out to be a monster. Because I just don't feel like Lee would be down with the whole Falcone thing. I mean, that scene in the beginning there with her having dinner with Don Falcone, I don't know, it just, it felt off for the character to me. I don't know, that's how I felt. Um, as far as the Bruce and the Owls, um, okay, that's, I'm so excited that they're finally getting back into that storyline. Uh, we all knew that Bruce wasn't going to drop the investigation, but, um, I also like the other dynamics of that storyline with Bruce and Kat. And, uh, lo- I love their relationship as far as, uh, you know, her just wanting them to be us. You know, why can't we just be us? Why do we have to be a thing? Uh, you know, just cause she's not used to that kind of thing going on. She's been on the streets for, like she says, you know, since she was, you know, forever, whatever, you know, her whole life. Um, as far as Ivy goes and Alfred, uh, <laughs> I, does Alfred remember that Ivy's like a 14 year old girl regardless? Nope. Because Apparently I mean, not, that's mate. how she acts. I mean, today or in this episode, she had, you know, protection and she, uh, you know, um, decided to use her whims to 
get out of the house and I probably stole some of Bruce's stuff. I don't know. Like it matters at this point. Um, but I do think, you know, again, that's all just because she's a naive little girl. Um, okay. And then I really loved the Oswald Enigma, uh, storyline this week. Didn't really get too much of Oswald, honestly, but, uh, my favorite scene this week was probably between Tabs and Butch. Um, Tabs doesn't even realize she loves Butch until that little speech he, he gives. Um, I really loved that. And, and I was wrong because I thought last week that Nigma was like totally onto Oswald when apparently like he definitely seemed surprised when Butch said that, you know, he shot her brains out because, <laughs> you know, uh, he obviously thought Butch did it. And I thought that he was just leading Penguin on to begin with, but it's, it doesn't seem like that's going to be, uh, uh, you know, no, they, they didn't make that very ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought the Butch was guilty. He yeah. obviously knows now because if Babs put it together, then he put it together. I mean, he is the Riddler. Uh, mm-hmm. anyway, I really liked this episode, guys. Really liked this episode. So out of, say, uh, nine whip, nine cracks of Babs whip, mm-hmm. I'll give it the full nine. I really like this episode. Nice. Can't wait to dive more into the Court of Owls. Oh, and, uh, spoiler alert. I'll save this for the end of the voicemail. Spoiler alert. I did read some news that James Remar has been cast as, uh, Frank mm-hmm. Gordon, uh, Jim's uncle who is no doubt the uh, person in the uh, shadows with the Gordon ring on. So can't wait to hear what you guys thought of this week's Gotham. I I, I don't know what we think about this week's Gotham, but this week's chat room is <laughs> threatening to destroy us all. But I mean, it Listen, is. The owls will not destroy me. The owls are my friends. It's the only yeah. bird I like. But you know it's okay. I, I the whole ta- <laughs> the whole city is in chaos. So I mean, Cobble Pottery is hiking up protection by fifty <laughs> percent. Nice because they're saying you know they they'll protect us for a price. For a price. The chat room. Will. Okay, uh, we have some letters here too. I okay. uh, want to read this one from Jacob. Jacob says. Well, Harvey is the reluctant captain, just keeping the chair warm until Barnes is cured of the Alice Tetch virus, which, according to Lee, they are closer to finding now. At least two big things struck me about tonight's episode. First is that it looks like Mario might be infected with the Tetch virus. Uh, might be. Uh, how he got it, I'm not so sure. Uh, but it might have something to do with that Band-Aid on the back of his neck we saw in The Red Queen. The other major thing I liked was Barbara in this episode. Uh, how she realized that Penguin had murdered Isabella ah, and was in love with Edward. She has ambition and wants to play a major role in Gotham's underworld. Mm-hmm. So she, along with Butch and Tabitha, will start a war between Oswald and Ed- Edward. If Edward hasn't figured out by now that it was Oswald, then Babs will tell him. Other good things about the episode I liked was the revelation that it was the Whisper Gang who wanted the key and not the Court of Owls. Bill, I'm pretty sure that you predicted this last week because yes. of the mask they wore over their mouth. Yes, I did. Not not their mouse, their mouth. Uh, but mouse, funnier. Speaking of, the Talon, uh, who kidnapped Bruce's, uh, Bruce earlier, made another appearance in an impressive fight with the head of the Whisper Gang. Did he get the key back at the end? No, no, I don't think so. I have to watch it again. We also have Ivy using her power on Alfred and more of the Bat-Cat relationship. Alfred had not had much to do lately, so it was nice to see him get more screen time. 
Lastly, Don Falcone was great in this episode. Yeah, super threatening. Always. I, uh, great in this episode. I don't know how the tooth told him that the Court of Owls was behind the attempts on Mario's life. I because think he, there was an owl yeah, on the And tooth. he knew to look in the teeth for some reason. Because he knew it would be the Court of Owls. Yeah. Uh, the scene between him and Catherine in the limo was very powerful. How did Lee's kiss say goodbye? Uh, there was more of a hello and foreshadows uh, that Jim and Lee are going to get back together. I think uh, that the head of the five families was the crime families and not mm-hmm. the founding fathers, yes. right? Yeah. I, I think uh, Oswald was acting in his role as the king of Gotham, the head of the underworld. Versus the mayor. Yeah. There, were, <laughs> there was a lot going on in this episode, but, you know, half of one, two dozen of the other or whatever. Uh, but he says there was go, going a lot going on in this episode. It sets up so much. That was a big tooth. Out of 100 huge yank teeth, I give this episode 96. Thank you very much, Jacob. Okay, so next up, we have uh, some voicemails from Andy while I go and look at the threats that have come through in the chat room. And we're totally okay with it. We get it, guys. It's Gotham. (laughs) Yeah, Gotham. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Andy B. on the Flash Podcast. Just leaving uh, an early voice message for this week's episode of Gotham uh, because I was able to watch a little bit early. Uh, Wow, a lot went down in this episode. A lot of answers, but also a lot of mysteries. Um, I'm over Mario Falcone so much. <laughs> uh, he looks really? like a crazy, angry clown that needs, you know, I mean, like he goes crazy at the end, really, but mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm over him. Yeah. I'm so done with his role on this, on the show. Um, I'm loving the trouble in paradise for both Bruce and Selena because, you know, she won't call, she won't call him her boyfriend, and you know, and, she, and he really wants to be, be her boyfriend. <laughs> so, um, and Nigma torturing Tabby and, uh, and Butch, damn. Uh, <laughs> like really damn. But what is more damn is Daddy Babs. Uh, you know, like she's about to declare, you know, like, like a civil war between Nigma and Riddler, which I'm like, wait, Nigma and Penguin. <laughs> and, and that breaks my heart because, you know, I want to get her already. I'm shipping them. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was a very intense episode. A lot of things went down, and uh, but yeah, you know, overall, really enjoyed it. Uh, can't wait to watch or listen to your discussion. Um, I'm pro- I will probably be listening to it, but you know, I, you know, you, you guys know I love you know your shows. I will watch it. <laughs> I will tune in one way or another. But uh, you guys have a good one. I can't wait to hear your discussion. And um, yeah, talk to you soon. Bye bye. Yeah, thank you very much, Andy. Uh, yeah, and, uh, be sure to check him out on the Flash podcast. He's. Uh, the host, along with a bunch of other uh, people who end up calling in the show, uh, one of our, our brother-sister podcast in the DC TV Podcast Network. So thanks yep. a lot, Andy. Check them out. Uh, next up is uh, Shalane, a.k.a. Casa Commotions, Fish, Fish Mooney, Mooney, who we really have to get on the show sometime for an we interview. really do. I mean, I, I, but they're at cons all the time. I was people say, are everywhere. They live in Orlando, though, yes, I think. Do. So it should be pretty easy to arrange. But uh, go ahead and take it away. Hello, this is is Cause Commotions Fish Mooney, um, Shalane, my real name, and I'm actually calling um, to comment on a few things. One, when was Mario actually infected with Alice's blood? I don't remember seeing that in the previous episode. Um, I'm thinking you will probably cover this by the time you get to my voicemail, but in case you don't, that's one. Number two, I'm really glad to see more of um, Stappy Babs in this episode. Mm -hmm. She really um, brought it this episode, and I was actually curious to see. She was the only one that figured out that um, Oswald had a little more admiration for Enigma than just being his friend. And lastly, why do you think 
um, Tabitha elected to have her hand cut off as opposed to um, having Butch just kind of do himself in. So anyway, that's really <laughs> all that I have. Great job, guys. Keep up the good work, and I'll be listening. I think I think uh, Butch just kind of got through to her mm-hmm. a little bit as I far think, as... I think, yeah. Maybe she, she, she is she in a love to... place now. Yeah. Suddenly, with life on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And that might be uh, actually Shalane in the chat room there, yeah. the the Quib- Quibber IRC 709 Oh, that's one of those. Uh, so, so hello. Hi. Uh, okay, so next up is uh, Joel from Portland. Take it away, Joel. Joel. Hey, Bill and Emery. It's Joel Hi. from Portland. It's hey. been a while, but I finally mm-hmm. got to watch a show the night that it premieres, and I had to call in. It was a great episode. I uh, I love the conversations with Catherine and Falcone, because Falcone's this big old bad guy, but you know he's just a peon compared to... Catherine in the Court of Owls. Um, mm-hmm. I'm loving the fact that Falcone, uh, whenever he's uh, addressed as Don Falcone, uh, Tompkins looks all nervous, like she should feel ashamed of the situation. And with what's going on with Mario, he's obviously infected with whatever Barnes is infected with, mm-hmm. leaving a perfect opportunity for him to pull himself out of the picture and for Jim to come back in and be the hero and be back in her life. But anyways, uh, I got too many thoughts to, to say in one voice now, <laughs> so I'll, I'll see you guys hopefully in the chat. But just had a call in, say hi, let you know I'm still around, and can't wait to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much, Joel. Great to hear from you. Yes, I, it has been It's been, been too long. Don't be, leave, long. leave it so long. Sing in Portland. Again. Okay, uh, so uh, next up we have a letter from Christian Here, Gray. Okay. I'm like, you've been doing all the talking. I can That's do it. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, Bill and Amory. Question one. How is the best Gotham podcast team doing? Great. Uh, question two. Who are the five families of Gotham that were with Penguin? I do not think that they were the families mentioned last year with the Waynes, Gallivans, etc. Is mm. it the mob families? We're going to go with yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the surviving mob families. The surviving five mob families. Okay. Question three. Also, Mario looked at Lee with interest when she mentioned that the lab had developed a test for the Tetch virus, one step closer to a cure. Mario is starting to become a lot more dark character, and he's not simply a generous doctor. What do y'all think Mario has been hiding? Maybe he's infected with the Tetch blood because he is very aggressive with the muggers at the end of the episode. There was a cut on his neck when he was treating Gordon after Tetch drugged him. IIRC? Uh, if I recall correctly. Oh, oh, okay. Hey. Um, thus, his contamination may have been intentional. Maybe he is using his own body to help the Court of Owls study and weaponize the virus. Oh. Um, why? That would give Catherine motive to kill him once they are done with him. Yes, I believe we've mm-hmm. covered that guy. Uh, question four. What weapon does the key unlock? I know Bill is very well educated in the Court of Owls, so I'd like to hear his opinion. Is it simply compromising information or intelligence mm-hmm. that can bring their organization down yeah, yeah that that would be my my assumption because yeah. with a multi-headed hydra beast of the court of owls you can't really there's not going to be some super weapon that takes them out because they're infested like roaches in the foundation of gotham sure. so it needs to be some sort of information that will expose them turn on the light switch and make them all scurry under the fridge so <laughs> um okay predictions one will enigma find out the penguin killed isabella next week yeah Pretty much. I'm thinking. <clears throat> Two, how do you guys think Stabby Babs will start a war by telling Ed that Penguin had Isabella killed so that he could be romantically involved with Ed? <laughs> Pretty much, but I still am curious about how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, curious. Yeah. Very, very curious. Curious and Cur- curious. But uh, thank you, Christian Gray. Yes, thank and, you, Christian. Uh, 
Last but not least, we have uh, from an old friend we haven't heard from for a while again, uh, Donna War. Take it away, Don. Hi, Dylan Emery. This hey. is Donna War. Um, I just listened to Legends of Gotham, and um, I thought I'd call in, even though I'm I'm always behind you guys. So um, by the time I get there, sometimes I see your podcasts and uh, in my uh, my podcatcher downloads them automatically, and it's like, oh no, I missed an episode of Gotham, and I go and watch <laughs> it after you guys have released the podcast. It's like my reminder. But um, I'm loving this season. It's good. It's way better than Once Upon a Time, which I still can't watch at all. I mean, I'm watching it, but it's terrible. But um, that's not what we're here to talk about. So <laughs> I think I want to uh, talk about some things that you guys are leaving out. Um, the costumes. The costumes on these women are fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm a man, too. But the, these costumes, Barbara, every dress that Barbara wears is fantastic. Um, yes. Did you see Leslie's hair in that last one? Oh, why don't you guys talk about the costumes? And I love the way that they have that kind of is this past, is this present, is this future thing about them. It's fantastic. But uh, every episode is uh, a feast for your eyes if you like clothes like I do. And uh, you don't talk about that enough. Um, <laughs> Barbara, also, every time she's on the screen, she steals scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's great. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I hated her so much in the first episode. Everybody and now did. She's like, Oh, you know, just seeing her in a scene, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good because Barbara's in it. Yep. It's fantastic. It's when they gave I'm her really something to do. Got them this, this season, as you can tell. I talked too long, and they got cut off. <laughs> so what I was saying was that I be, you know, as a 14-year-old girl who hustles people, lives on the street, you know, all of a sudden she has this new tool at her, her disposal that she Tools. looks like that. that um, she It's really not that big a stretch to think that she figured all this stuff out on her own. She probably didn't even have to try because dudes probably did just give her stuff. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm all like, I, I don't, it, it's funny to think that, that we missed the scene where she went to Barbara and Barbara like, gave her a makeover, but I think she just is like um, figuring it out as she goes. Uh, the, only, the other thing I want to say is that uh, they're not spending enough time on, on Bullock who is, you know, I've got a weird um, crush on Donald Logue that I can't explain. But uh, <laughs> why aren't they using him more? I want to see more of him. I think this next episode that we might see more of him because I feel like he's going to come in and be the hero. That's my hope, anyway. Um, what else do I have to say? Um, Penguin really um, is um, growing as a person because he didn't even have any, like, urges or mm. uh, feelings for people at all. So now he's like into Ed for for whatever, however that turns out. Like because that's him becoming more of a human being. Um, I think that's everything. There's probably more to talk about, but uh, you guys can cover that. <laughs> See you on Thank the you. internet. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much, John. Day late, dollar short. Love, well, we love it. always love Every hearing time. from you. Uh, yeah. Definitely. And uh, people are uh, bringing up a couple things that maybe we should talk about as discussions. I we know we're just not. Well, I know we're going to be doing – we want to try and do a listener roundtable sometime before episode 100, uh, which is coming up here in the next couple months. So if you're interested in doing that with us at all, if you have a webcam – and and can join in. Go ahead and email us, and we'll go at legendsofgotham at gmail dot com, and we'll put you on the list for it. Because mm-hmm. we'd love to talk to some of you, like talk talk, mm-hmm. uh, except Jerome. Don't don't, don't contact us, we Jerome. Do not want that contact. But uh, when you get done watching uh, next week, go ahead and run over to your phone, run over to your television, email us legendsofgotham at gmail dot com. 
tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And again, join us next Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. EST, to talk about the last episode of Gotham in 2016. We hope to have an even bigger chat room. We had a humongous chat this room tonight. huge tonight. But uh, we hope to have an even bigger one next week. Okay, so Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone. You can check us out on Universe Box here in about 25 minutes, half hour, <laughs> right here. Just just hit the refresh button. And in case you're interested, on Friday evening at 8.30, I, along with our Greetings from Storybook co-host Elizabeth Placencia, um, we'll be talking the new Gilmore Girls reboot. I don't know if there's yeah, any so fans. If you like in the, I don't know Girls. if there's a Gotham and Gilmore like crossover, but <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. Fair enough. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. Uh, you can follow all of the podcasts we do, including the Gilmore Girls special Hi. at universebox.com. And uh, you know what? You can follow me right out the door because I got to go get ready for the Universe Box podcast. I'm uh, sorry. Wait, you're leaving? I'm leaving. Uh-oh. I got to do this myself? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, join us next time for more Legends, Legends of Isabel Ah Eat You gotta remember Stop Lone Wolf Pack. Yeah. Everybody knows Lone Wolf Pack. Lone he's pack is Stop the best. It. He's a wolf pack, but he's alone. My name Bill. He's a lonely wolf pack. <laughs> and he's a Gotham person. <laughs> yeah, Lone Wolf Pack. Lone Wolf Pack. Lone Wolf Pack, right? You gotta remember Lone Wolf Pack. Yeah. Everybody knows Lone Wolf Pack. We're not starting yet. <laughs> Don't worry.